Hello and welcome to uh, Nuggets of Information, the newest podcast coming out of the Tyson Chicken Nugget Factory this side of Tecumseh. Uh, I'm here with uh, Abigail, and uh, my name is Tony, and we're here, um, we're going to be going over this week's chicken nugget quality. Um, so Abigail, um, how, how are the nuggets this week? Uh, great. <laughs> are uh, are they um uh, are they ready to be eaten? Uh sure. Well, I I need a I need a definite yes or no on that one. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um so the chicken nuggets are ready and this is not nuggets of information. This is the Star City Culture Committee. What? What? Yeah, you guys didn't see that you. come in. Cuz that's improv, Pranked baby. You. Today we're talking to Rachel Stein and Francie Traxler, two members of LATSI, UNL's improv troupe. Um, we go over everything it takes to be an improviser, um, including competitions, uh, inspiration, celebrity impressions, and more. And it's a lot of fun. And at the end, they even, you know, they do some improv for us, mm -hmm. if you can believe it. Live on the air. So get and ready. Owen Wilson is also with us. Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson is here. He's right here. He can't talk to us right now, but you'll hear him later. Mm -hmm. um, let's get into it. I'm Mark Champion, the senior culture editor at The Daily Nebraskan. And I'm Jenna Thompson, the assistant culture editor, editor at The Daily Nebraskan. Let's improvise. My name is Rachel. I'm the president of LOTC, mm -hmm. which is UNL's improv troupe. We only have one, and it's called LOTC. It's a registered student organization, um, and Francie can talk more about it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Francie, and I am the treasurer and theater liaison of LOTC. Mm -hmm. uh, so I handle our non-existent funds, as well <laughs> as um, our relationship with the Johnny Carson School of Theater and Film. More existent. Yes. Than the funds. You, you may say so. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I learned recently that Lotsi is an old Italian term for a short skit. Oh, mm -hmm. right. Interesting. That's what it is. That was <laughs> yes. going to be my first question, actually. Oh. Yeah, I mean, it's based off of the uh, Italian tradition of Commedia dell'arte. Right. And basically they would be called, each one is called a Lotso, and you would put a bunch of skits together and it would be Lotsi. Mm. Oh. Yes. I think I've been told, like, if you're about, like, for example, if you're about to go up to someone attractive and talk to them and you, like, lick your fingers and, like, put down your eyebrows <laughs> with your spit or whatever, <laughs> that's an example of a lotso. Interesting. That's Wait, what's what? been told to That's, me. like, a short sketch? I mean, trying to describe it to the listeners at home. Yeah, maybe give <laughs> some imagery. That. Like, you lick your fingers and then you just, like, smooth down your hair in preparation. <laughs> right. It's like a, it's like, um, like an a internationally recognized a bit. bit. Yeah. Oh. So something. Oh, wait. Okay. That makes sense. Like, if you're hanging up a poster, right, and you put one side up, and then when you go to put the other side up, the first side falls down. Okay. And then you run back. Something that you could extreme probably understand comedy. regardless of. Right. Yes. Extreme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that could also, we could be making the entire thing up. One, because we're improvisers. But also <laughs> because. Someone could have just made it up along the line, and we've just accepted it. 
That's true. I'm going to be very skeptical throughout this entire thing now. My <laughs> name might not even be Rachel, and there's no one to confirm that. So, uh, <laughs> Hopefully we find that out later, or else we could it get in trouble. Revealed. Francie, I have a question about your name. Have you ever read A Tree Grows in Brooklyn? I have not. No. Known. Has anybody ever made that connection? No. No, they have not. Okay. My name is, my full name is Francoise. Oh, um, wow. Whoa. That's pretty. Thank you. It's my, my grandmother's name. Good um, name, Francie. Okay, Rachel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I have gone by Francie my whole life because most people just couldn't pronounce Francoise. When I was little, I cried because I was the only kid that couldn't spell my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you spell it? F-R-A-N. C-O-I-S-E. Oh, wow. I was oh, waiting okay. for you to mess up, but you didn't. You came through. Nice. <laughs> I can start calling you Francois if you want. Francois? What was it? <laughs> 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 Tell me right now. All right. It'll change. Ready? So it's got to be Francois. Francois. It's got like like an S-Z sound uh, mm. because that's a feminine pronunciation. Right. If you've got the oh. masculine, it's Francois. Okay. Oh. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Francoise. Francoise only. Francoise. Yeah. Noted. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> so what do you guys... long tangent about our name. <laughs> Any more questions? What do you guys study? I'm a psychology major. Nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm a theater performance major. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Uh, and I've got a musical theater minor. But I won't sing for you today. Dang it. I yeah. know. That's okay, I think. Do we have to <laughs> do we have to beg you to sing or something? No, I oh god, that was not what I was asking for. <laughs> At the end you'll do Lottie's jingle. Musical jingle. Right. right. Yeah. And as with all improv, I will have to make it up on the spot. Mm. I'm excited. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, Lottie accepts anyone who wants to audition. You don't have to be associated with the theater program. Mm-mm. Um usually it ends up being like half and half. But it kind of fluctuates. I think right now we only have like three out of eight members are associated with theater. Yeah, we've got engineers and education majors. Wow. Um, right. And it's really just who's good at it because improv is really its own uh, form of theater. I okay. wouldn't compare it to, um, you know, kind of classic film and, and plays. I think it's a very different skill set. Right. Yeah. So you guys audition and perform. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have auditions every fall. This year we didn't. We decided not to, just because in-person stuff was tricky, and we did not adapt fast enough to Zoom <laughs> to make that happen. Um, but yeah, we have auditions, and you don't have to have any experience or anything to come. So mm-hmm. people show up completely fresh, and we corrupt them deeply. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we also uh, we make the journey out to where do we usually go? Kansas? Kansas no. City. Kansas City, Missouri. Yes. Uh, and we go perform there and compete with other improv troops in the Midwest. Um, we have twice. Well, yes. But we will. Continue. It's a tradition. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. We get to meet improv troops from all over the place. And uh, they're all different skill levels, all different amounts of people. Right. That is what our, our few funds go towards. Yeah. We do travel. We're really trying to sell. If anyone listening wants to audition, (laughs) you are so welcome to audition in the fall. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we do auditions, shows, competitions. That's called College Improv Tournament. Yeah, and we've done it for two years now. Nice. Mm -hmm. How how does it, like, differ from theater, like you were saying, and what do you kind of look for in the audition? Sure. Well, um, I know a lot of my uh, theater performance friends 
my theater for my acting friends um they <laughs> are terrified terrified of Terrifoid. improv yes yeah. well of course corrupting them, um <laughs> yeah they're they're very uh scared of improv because mm. unlike most things where you have a script and you go to rehearsals for you know four to six weeks uh improv is basically taking all of that away and throwing you on stage practically naked to um right perform while Rachel watches you. Um, (laughs) uh, So I would say it's a different skill set because there's, you have to really have a willingness to fail. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, I read somewhere that more people are afraid of public speaking than they are of death. Uh, Really? Yeah, right? So that, well, you heard it here first. If you join Lancy, you supersede death. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Another um, perk. Yeah. It's definitely I would say it's like public speaking to the extreme because you're mm-hmm. not only are you speaking in front of a lot of people, but you're also making a fool of yourself right. and you have no script to hold on to. Mm-hmm. So and the audience yeah. expects you to be funny. Yeah. Which is incredible pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not. Just kidding. That's an example. Yeah, no. Going off of that though, <laughs> I think um People, yeah, are just intimidated by it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, college improv is kind of like a yoke, like among people in general, like, oh, we do improv in college. We're such a clowns. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, okay, get up on stage with us then, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people put themselves out there on auditions, have never done improv before, and then just realize that they love it and it comes naturally to them. And that could be you. You never really know. Because like Francie said, even if you've never been associated with theater before, improv could still be your thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And people figure that out, I guess. Yeah. What are the auditions like? Like, what do people come with? Is it like an SNL audition? Mm Mm-mm. I wish yeah. <laughs> <You have laughs> we got some in. of those people to come in and audition for us. You have to come in with six impressions. Yeah, John Mulaney has to be there. Um, <laughs> yeah. He will never get in, but he will try his best. I did hear he, he John Mulaney is like yeah. one of the most expensive people to come. Yes. Oh. trying to get him. Oh. He's also in paycheck. rehab right now. So. Well, I think he got out. He just got out. Yeah. I'm a, well, I'm a John Mulaney thanks fan. Thanks to Lotzi. I mean, just in time for fall. Thanks to Lotzi. Yeah, improv <laughs> yeah. got him through it, I'm sure. He was messing um, <laughs> with a secret phone. Yeah, we have uh, we have auditions generally every fall, uh, and we you know we publicize that around Lincoln. And the folks come in, and we just play some games with them. You know, uh, we'll have maybe like Rachel and myself and our vice president sit out to watch them, but everyone else in the troupe will play improv games, and we just kind oh. of see how you work with the the alumni and see um what your strengths are yeah Yeah. to expand on that a little bit it's like a we've kind of have a system by now it's like a two-day process so the first day is just like francie said just like seeing how you work with the team Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. the old members have to re-audition so you'll be in there with people who have been on the team get to know them a little bit we try to keep it lighthearted, but usually people are still nervous Uh, we haven't been able to change that but yeah, we just play games and see, like, your willingness to learn, how quickly you adapt to, like, comments we'll make on what you're doing and if you can learn new games quickly. And if you show potential, you get a callback, which is the day where you come back. Usually it's mm. on Sunday after, like, a Saturday audition. And 
We do more like intensive improv workshops, teach you the basics of improv, see if you can learn those. And then we decide the team and call you if you need it on. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. what's, uh, what's an example of the games that you're playing? <laughs> like, oh, gosh. <laughs> we have uh, a variety. I mean. Yeah, master list. Probably yes. Like a, not There's, a hundred. Well, I would say a lot. Yeah. We're not great at all of them. Yeah. Um, but we. And we won't do a hundred at auditions. <laughs> we'll take like two. Yeah. Maybe. But if we're feeling, if we want to push you. Here's an example. Uh, so Rachel, when she auditioned for improv, it was the same year as me. And uh, <laughs> the moment that I think everyone knew she was going to make it was we were playing a game called Oscar winning moments. I'm scared. I don't even know. I blacked <laughs> out this memory. <laughs> uh, in Oscar winning moments, we put together a, a film that's never been created that's about to win a bunch of Oscars. So our three oh. actors in the scene, uh, we have someone who has the most emotional moment that they get an Oscar for, the most physical moment that they get an this. Oscar for. What did I do? And the best uh, <laughs> death that they get an Oscar for. Did I die? No, you actually didn't. <gasps> that is such a podcast sin. Can you hand me my phone so I can turn oh. it off? <laughs> Edit this part out. The professionalism. <laughs> I thought this was on silent. Right. Anyways. So, <laughs> yes. So, they put on a scene from a movie where all of these big things happen. So, someone's, you know, crying mm. on the ground. Another person is doing this crazy fight choreography. And the last person has to die and, and have some wonderful final words. Mm. And... Out of context, Unlike this sounds <laughs> insane. <laughs> like, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, Just use your imagination. Yeah. I um, can see it. Yes. The lights come up. Yeah. Like, anyway. On an empty stage. We So, Rachel here, she, had, she was assigned the most physical moment. And unlike, you know, the traditional maybe, like, hunching and kicking fight scene, she played a tornado in the scene. <laughs> right. I do remember that. Her character was, I was so a scared. tornado. <laughs> and wow. here, I'll, can I pause you real quick? Yes. Okay, for some context. <laughs> <laughs> so we do short form improv. There's a, there's basically there's like short form, medium form, I guess, and then long form are like categories of improv. Short form is like if you've ever seen the show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Mm -hmm. It's like short segmented games that are like three to six minutes long. Um, and they have like a clear set of rules. For example, in this one, the rules are you're making a movie, you're assigned a role in the movie, and using that framework, you will improvise within the framework. Mm. So that game is called Oscar Winning Moments. It's one of our 100 short form games that we choose from to fill like a set list for a show or an audition. But I just thought that context would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Rachel spins around the room. So <laughs> I know. I'm working within a framework. Yeah. Here. You know, the other two auditioners were terrified of her um, because it blow them away. Anyway. It, yes. Oh. Hey. Um, Damn. That was good. Show. Get an hour of it. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, so yeah. So we've got games like that. We have um, even more structured games. We have a game called Dating Game where we have. We took uh, that from Who's Line. You can I'm watch sure we did. That. Yeah, we Ryan. took everything from Who's Line, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, Including Ryan. We've got one single looking for love and three contestants trying mm. to answer questions mm. to get love. However, the um, person looking for love doesn't know who these, these three people are. So gotcha. we'll assign them a celebrity, an occupation with a quirk, so like um, a teacher who's allergic to chalk, 
or a piano <laughs> player who's there. tone deaf, right. etc. And then the last one is an object. So they'll come in and answering these questions that you would hear on a dating game like, oh, what's your ideal date? Or how many kids do you want? They will try to tell the guesser what they are. Okay. That. So we have a lot of guessing games like that. Yeah. And then we have pun games, which Rachel, Rachel oh, so beautifully. Precious few. Yeah. <laughs> there, I guess there's kind of categories or short form, like guessing games, um, open scene games, which are the most theatery that you can probably get, where you have to lean heavier on the basics of improv, which we're happy to talk about. But it's just you kind of go out on an empty stage and you make up a story and you are actors and characters in a location that you're making up. Yeah. That's kind of what I was picturing when mm -hmm. I was thinking of improv. So it's cool there to see are, that there's other yeah. stuff. There, there are definitely short-form games like that. You might see a lot more of that in like a long-form long setting. If you go to like a Second City show in Chicago mm. or something, um, they'll do like a monologue for 15 minutes, and then the next hour will just people, people will just go on the empty stage and make up a story based on the monologue. I think for it's called like The Herald maybe. Know. Like an hour long story? Oh yeah. Wow. I've seen with different smaller scenes within it. Sure. Uh I'm from Colorado and I saw an improv troupe do um Shakespeare improv. So mm, they thing, spoke yeah. in sonnets and in the um iambic pentameter and, that and they improvised so hard. <laughs> it was it was insane. I That's mean psycho. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, people it was beautiful. Are really good. Yeah, so they, there's you know, you got the rhyming couplets, you got the wow. ten syllables per line and probably some singing and jigs in there. Jeez. I mean, it was just remarkable. And of wow. course most of these people are forties, fifties have been working on this their whole life. Really? So yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lifelong. I bet they would have a great rap career. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, you should see how their bodies move <laughs> <laughs> on stage. Maybe twenty years ago. <laughs> do you need a Do you need an an ambitious body for a, a good rap career, though? <laughs> Be behind mm -hmm. the mic. I don't know. You saw Megan Thee Stallion yesterday. You're right. <laughs> Megan Thee Stallion, if you're listening, you're welcome to audition. Oh my God, We'd please, ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> we have a spot open. <laughs> So is the aim always comedy or do people do like tragic improv or yeah. that kind of thing? There, I'm sure, is such a thing as non-comedy improv. Um, I mean, that could kind of appear anywhere, I guess, in like media performances. Mm -hmm. But specifically, comedy theater improv, I think, is like its own community and culture. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you don't have to make scenes laugh out loud funny. Mm -hmm. I feel like in the past, if you're just like really feeling the story you're telling it doesn't always have to be for the lols but usually on lossy especially with short form you're usually going for the laughs maybe for long form it could be um a mix of just like mm -hmm. whatever tells your story best mm -hmm. yeah but, we did yeah. a um a, a semi-improvised show um at the fox center where we were given loose scripts for a murder mystery Oh, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. example. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, we did a murder mystery dinner. And so we were fun. given our characters, mm. and we knew, you know, what had to happen. So this person needs to be shot at this time, and, mm. uh, you know, you need to show the audience this clue at this time. But everything else was improvised. And so while that was a very funny performance, uh, one of our guys, Philip, 
didn't talk at all and he wrote everything <laughs> his name was quick hands and he would just <laughs> he would just write everything on a note card and show it to the audience when he wanted to talk and he would just steal their silverware because it was a dinner party as well oh so he'd steal their God. silverware mm. rachel no, no, <laughs> someone no. someone asked rachel's character in my mind yeah someone asked game. rachel's character if she was pregnant and rachel said do i look like i'm pregnant and then she took their bread out of their hands and ate it the rest of the entire performance <laughs> um, exposing me i just go so it was deep. yeah it was beautiful <laughs> um but you know i there were there was like some some rough stuff like, in that show there was, was like, like domestic abuse and and well, like <laughs> harassment and murder it was so like oh we basically did a live yeah play. um yeah and it, it's improvised because we're in character and we don't have a script for what lines we're saying we're just like interacting with the audience and how whatever our character would say and I mean, it wasn't quite so. I guess it was kind of heavy, but it was like clue level heavy, where it's like I yeah. shot my husband. Mm. You'll have those. You'll have those moments of intensity. I know I mm-hmm. had like a, a right. physical fight with um, one of the other girls in the show, and and in that moment, you know these these forty year old people who are all drunk four off year, their butts. There were no four year olds. I said forty. Okay, good. Uh, four year olds <laughs> are always drunk, just yeah. in personality. Yeah. But the adults <laughs> there were like very drunk, and and we're like having this fight, and they're just like. There is this dead silence where you're like, I don't know what this is anymore. It's not funny. Um, you know, it's you're cussing each other out and scary. stuff. We're really like riding the lines of everyone's psyche. Like, where am I? What am I eating? What am I watching? Oh, yeah. But then on the other side of that, we've done improv for like, for was it for small children? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's terrifying because our trademark games that we play for improv, our, our favorite pun game to play. Can is, I say this? Is yeah. Sex, sex with, with me. me. Um, oh, would you like right to demonstrate? <laughs> Ready? Um, <laughs> can I get an object? Any object? This is what, this is like a fly swatter or a door. A banana. Well, that's a really that's a is really that, on the nose one. Oh, is that too sexual? Me. I'm sorry. I mean, any anything. any object. We love to reject. A, a- <laughs> chair. A chair. Uh, sex with me is like a chair. Once you sit on it, you don't want to get up. Sex with me oh. is like a chair found in every classroom in America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the okay. so, yeah, that's it's like awesome. A, it's a lineup game. You get a, a random object and you just make sexual jokes to make college kids laugh. Yeah. Right. So that's not for our younger audiences. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> not yeah. do that for the you know, the, 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 we, we had a charity performance and we did perform something like that for them. And what? My what? freshman year, I don't know that you were there. Oh, but, that city life. You know, once again, drunk middle-aged people loved it. Mm. They had a great time. Um, right. Yeah, we've improv, I guess, taking it back. It's just extremely versatile, mm-hmm. which is something that I love about it. Like, we, we've performed for charity events, murder mystery, competitions, like community events outside, inside, with any age group. Um, and you have to, like, adapt your comedy and style and what games you're choosing to mm-hmm. meet that audience but um our advisor julia Reby, shout out love her so much she has an she's an angel a, she has an emmy emmy she does have a daytime emmy whoa i know better homes and gardens or oh julie, yeah text me what it is anyway <laughs> uh she has like taken improv and I think formed her own maybe RSO or just like student mm-hmm. group mm-hmm. where she uses improv to teach like multicultural communication and life skills and like is Whoa. really trying to adapt yeah. the tenets of it from comedy into like a lot of different spheres. So she's pretty 
cool with that. I don't know much about it, but it is like super adaptable to whatever context you're trying to use um, mm-hmm. those skills in. Yeah. And yeah. does it help your like public speaking? And oh, like, yeah. I feel like it would be such an insane well, <laughs> learning experience. Um, there's a whole school of thought uh, that theater in general, but especially improv, should be um, introduced into every child's curriculum. Um, what is the school? Whoa. It's the school of thought. <laughs> is there a name? It's Universal Rachel. I'm learning about this. Yeah, so let's name it now. The school of, of improv. Oh, that's lame. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, because um, regardless of if you if you major in theater, you major in improv, you major in anything like that, or you go improv. off and do it. Yeah, yeah I wish. Um, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it does help you with that public speaking, mm-hmm. and I think once sure. you get past the initial fear, it does release some of the pressure. Because mm. um, you know, public speaking classes, it's all about making an argument, and it's very. Um, technical because there's there's certain ways that you learn how to give a good speech or a good presentation and make a good argument whereas improv it's just about being in front of people and getting out of your head yeah for sure we have some i would say more introverted people on our team that are just crazy when they're out there (laughs) Um, i feel like yeah that's one of the biggest skills you can kind of apply anywhere and that i think i've seen in my own life is just being able to go into an ambiguous situation with confidence Mm -hmm. like I can have no idea what's going to happen behind that door but like I I've done improv yeah right I've I've practiced how to face situations where I'm going to have to just think on my feet and adapt Mm -hmm. and like I'm still not great at public speaking like I get nervous you can probably hear my dry mouth and like that doesn't go away that's more of a personality Rachel thing was i guess crying right when we walked in here I know. and she remembered that she did improv <laughs> I mean, after crying on stage 20 times you just get numb to it <laughs> no but like yeah i guess just that inner confidence that you have mm-hmm. in yourself that you can use like the flexibility and adaptability skills you've learned in improv and apply it to other situations um yeah it really helps you face new things so how did both of you guys get into this Birth. <laughs> <laughs> I was born the into the, the womb. Into the womb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, retrograde birth. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I, <laughs> I got into theater uh, partially because of improv, because I did an improv class in seventh grade, because my mom was like, you have a very chaotic aura, <laughs> and I need to do something about really? it. Yeah. So she, she had me do like an improv class. How old were you? Oh, like 12. <gasps> I love that. Wow. Your mom said, yeah. first Nick and Francie in improv. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. And I remember my first character was like a surfer dude. So I was like, what's oh, up, bro? And I loved it. And my mom was like, Francie, you just seem like you're high. Like, that's <laughs> She was what like, is- yeah, she says that to me. I'm like 12 years hey, old. Your attention, please. Oh. No. Sorry. Just a reminder that at a certain time, Kentucky University and the city of Lincoln's policy, a face covering must be worn while in this building. Thank you for your compliance for to us. protect our community. No. <laughs> they don't know. Yeah. Do they know? No, they do that uh, every hour. Yeah, so she told me that I seem high, and I said I'd like to do that. That's She's like your agent from middle school. <laughs> oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, but I auditioned for LOTC my freshman year here, and it was really my only source of performance my freshman year because as an acting major, you don't get uh, a ton of opportunities to be like, front and center mm-hmm. yeah. you've got the older students doing a lot of stuff so this was like not to sound too cheesy but it was my escape where i could go and do mm. acting and theater without worrying about all of the technical stuff that i was yeah. learning 
Um, great involved. Yeah, just Rachel's <laughs> dead eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I sleep with my eyes open, and I would just watch Brandon say it. <laughs> what happened to you? What, how'd you get here, Rachel? I was dropped as a baby. I was too. Well, <laughs> if you want to figure something out in terms yeah. of common denominator. If you have been dropped, if you were someone you love has <laughs> been dropped been recently, dropped, you may be entitled to improv. No, I um, <laughs> never did theater at all. I think I was just like, too, so this is maybe in middle school. I was just like, my friends would do it, do theater. I was too insecure to get involved. I'd be like a stage manager or something. Mm -hmm. um, and they, there was a theater camp through my high school mm -hmm. for ages like second grade to eighth grade. And all my friends were doing it. And I was like, okay, I hate Rachel, theater. just because your friends do it doesn't mean you have to I do know. it. I <laughs> know. That's how I got into this. Mistakes were made. <laughs> no. Um, so I did it because one of the things on the sign-up form was improv. And I was like, wow, being funny. That sounds cool. I've seen Whose Line Is It and, and, and <laughs> that show. show. <laughs> Whose Line Is It Anyway? And it looked fun. So I signed up for the camp mm -hmm. and yeah, I really, really liked it. They did like, oh, guys, I'm about to toot my own horn, but they did awards <laughs> at the end of camp. Oh. I was 13 and the award I got was most likely to make it on the high school improv team. Hey. Oh. Wow. I think Big my deal. set you guys yeah. right now. <laughs> did you? Now look at you. Did you make it? They lifted me up on a chair and like danced around. Mm. I did next year. And then I did it for four years throughout high school, wow. and I loved it. That was like my favorite high school activity, and like some of my favorite memories were through that. Um, and when I was looking at colleges, just out of curiosity, I was like, I would love to do improv in college. So mm. I saw that Nebraska had a team, and I was like, That's hmm. so cute. Yeah, I signed up, and I auditioned. Me and Francie were in the room. <laughs> Rachel was a tornado. Right. I probably made a sex joke. We wrestled. <laughs> we both got <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. We never looked back. And now we're on the executive team together. We've really mm -hmm. grown. People wow. have stopped mistaking us for one another. A very long period of time where... For those of you listening at home, uh, we both <laughs> have blonde hair. We're Blue both eyes. short, chaotic again. I'm not French. Okay. That's our well, one distributing. Yeah, that's it. I, I have to speak French or else no one, no one recognizes me. <laughs> I was going to say something. Okay. Oh, I think the key takeaway is that, I mean, I rose up the ranks alone. Mm. untethered i oh. mean francie like had her mom and like yeah. kind of had like people holding her hand but i like Whatever. clawed my way <laughs> i clawed my way through oh yeah terrible improv so i just make sure to point that out just kidding francie yeah we've <laughs> also had we've had people who have auditioned before not gotten in audition the next year and they get in and yeah. then mm. they're phenomenal so yeah you know it's it's all about just giving it a shot and then given it a shot a yeah. million more times i think that's important to note if anyone listening is planning to audition again again or <laughs> second third first time anytime um it's important to note a lot of the audition process is just like putting together the most coherent team that works the best together so you can be great at improv and a really funny person and maybe they're just isn't it doesn't fit with the team's vibe for mm. that year mm -hmm. so you're totally welcome to come back and audition again and many people do get in their second time um which is something that maybe isn't apparent at first but important to mention oh yeah how big is your guys's team uh it ranges i think we go for a target of like 13 maybe mm -hmm. but there's attrition or whatever and it can range from like i think right now we only have eight or nine because mm -hmm. we didn't have auditions and at our mm. biggest maybe 14 or 15 
Mm. Yeah. And we've got um, every grade level represent, well, except freshmen this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but generally, we have every level uh, represented. And right. Um, we've had one grad student. Oh, yeah. She wasn't okay. allowed to be on the troop, but. I mean. We'll keep it between us. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't allowed to perform at the improv festival, and they actually took her aside, and they were like, "You can't really? do this." Yeah, wow. it, was really, it was very intense. She was our president, and she got into grad school at mm. UNL and just stayed on. Incredible. I, I think it's a, if you're a grad student and want to audition. Oh, just do come it! On in. We're trendsetters. Sorry, I just <laughs> meant not at the improv festival. However, if you don't say anything, no one will know. <laughs> mm. Good point, Francie. <laughs> <laughs> How do the like festivals and competitions work? We've only ever been to college improv tournament. Okay. I think there's probably a bunch of different, mm-hmm. especially like local competitions that go on differently. But for CIT, mm. it's one day. Um, you sign up, show up, and are put into like a performance block of you and maybe three other teams all go for an hour. You have a 20-minute set and just showcase whatever type of improv you want to. And then there's a winner from your performance time, like the 1 p.m. block winner, the 3 p.m. block winner. Mm -hmm. And then at night, it's the final round where all the winners Mm. compete against each other. Um, And whoever wins that one, gosh, there's so many tears. Whoever (laughs) wins that one goes to finals, which are like months later in a different city. Oh, wow. Usually Mm. Chicago. Usually Chicago, yeah. yeah. And they compete against winners from all the regionals across America. There's like 20 regionals or something. Mm Mm-hmm. We go to, like, the Heartland one. Wow. Mm-hmm. So is it mostly judged by just, like, who's funniest? Or? Um, no. It's more It's more on the, the requirements that we get into for rehearsals. We've got... Um, it's based on, like, the, yeah, the improv quote-unquote rules that we oh. break often. Um, so the most popular one that everyone knows is yes and. Yeah, I was going to say that. Ah, Whoa. yes and. So basically, it just means that you uh, you can't reject what your partner says to you. So they walk in and they are like, "I'm six years old and I'm Sally." You can't be like, "No, you're 45," yeah. because oh. it um, it stops the scene right in its tracks. Yeah. So they mm-hmm. look for that. They look for wow, uh, a beginning, middle, and end. They look for relationships. They look for like an environment. If you're doing like stage stuff, like you're pretending to move boxes around or pretending you're rowing a boat, anything that makes the scene. Um, fly and usually those are the funny ones because they're so well put together sure, mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah 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 I that's, think that's interesting there's like these invisible improv tenants that most <laughs> successful scenes follow like what mm. francie was saying yes anding having strong <laughs> relationships strong characters having a goal for why you're in your location and what you're doing like, you don't have to have those things, but most of the time, if you have them, the scene will probably be successful and maybe mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like, it's like the foundation behind good scenes. And like, if you watch Who's Line Now as an improviser, you can see how mm. good those guys and how quickly they immediately establish those rules so they can mm-hmm. get into the funny parts. Mm-hmm. Like, it becomes mm. so effortless for them. Um, one thing on Lassie is just like, we love teaching because we're not that quick yet. So we try to focus on like teaching those basics, especially if you're new and getting yeah. better at them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's what the judges probably look for most at competition. It's not like I laughed the most. Yeah, yeah. they have little mm-hmm. evaluation sheets that they yeah. fill really? out. That's cool. Um, 
And then they give them to you, and you can read their comments and your scores and what they thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. they're they're usually they're like professionals, professional improvers yeah. or John Mulaney. Yeah, it's actually close. A lot of men <laughs> that probably look a lot like John Mulaney. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, like big suits. Um, yeah, it, it, well, it's um, our regional is put on at like a local comedy theater in Kansas City. And I think they pull their judges from that cast, like people that perform oh, really? mm-hmm. and do improv. And they're adults who have been doing it for a while. Right. Um, so they're like more middle-aged people, not in college, who have some expertise judging it. Middle-aged. I think they're like <laughs> I mean, 25, 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the elders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But even on top of that, like improv is still subjective. Mm-hmm. And what you might find mm-hmm. funny or entertaining is different than what someone else might find yeah, funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's something you see between the teams, too. Um, there's just so many different styles of comedy and improv in general, which is fun to see at a competition level. Because, like, what Lotsie does is definitely not the only way. Mm-hmm. And some yeah. people love it. Some people hate it. Um, something I would love to see is, like, if there was more interest in improv across the university, having, like, multiple teams, which is something a lot of colleges have. Really? Have, mm-hmm. like, a short form team, a long form team, and then oh, like a wow. sketch comedy mm-hmm. team maybe, and you can mm-hmm. like be a part of one, two, or all. Um, but I think that'd be cool. Yeah, Nebraska's still we're still just kind of peeking into improv. Yeah, hopefully really? it'll grow and mm-hmm. things like that could sprout up, but haven't yet. Yeah. Is it bigger like on the coasts and stuff? Oh, like I'm most sure. Things? I don't think so actually. Oh. Really? <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> We're going to fight, actually, right now. <laughs> I'm from the Chicago suburbs, so uh, I think Chicago in general just has, like, a massive They've influence a on improv, yeah. really? mm. which is right in the heartland, because I don't know when Second City was founded, but that's one of, like, the biggest players in the improv game, mm-hmm. and they pump out, like, all the SNL cast and mm-hmm. stuff like mm. that. I feel like it's kind of random. In, it is kind of random. Uh, one of the, the, the schools that attends um, the same improv competition that we do they usually have two to three troops that come in and perform uh sometimes it's split into like there's there'll be like a women's troop and they're from kansas men's troop yes kansas yeah and so like it's pretty it's pretty random Random. honestly or like these tiny schools with two thousand people will have like the best (laughs) you've ever seen and it's like how did you guys all congregate? Yeah. Nothing else to do. <laughs> we just hang out in the corn and then... Yeah, they found the bunnies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I think, like, the biggest influencers are probably, like, L.A., Chicago, and New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it really stretches across mm-hmm. coast, coast to coast. Literally. Coast to coast. Yeah. Huh. It's Upright Citizens Brigade in New York. And then I don't know what's in L.A. Um, the ground? The, the groundlings? Groundlings. Yes. There's right. there's many very famous improv troops. Yeah, um, those are like the big founders. That's that's where like Tina Fey and, and Amy Poehler came from. Yeah. Really? A lot of SNL people, yeah. John Mulaney, huh. he makes fun of his improv career, as he should. <laughs> yeah. As he should. That's an important thing to note. You cannot be an improviser and take yourself seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not sitting here being like, we are improvisers. We're a special <laughs> elite class. <laughs> you have to be able to laugh at yourself and make fun of yourself yeah. for doing improv because mm-hmm. it's a silly, clowny thing. Mm. And we totally recognize that, but we love it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. What are you guys' favorite SNL skits? <laughs> oh, mine's, uh, mine's easy. Okay. Easy. <laughs> um, I love all of the high school theater 
schizophrenic oh, with the really? black boxes yeah. and people in all black. It's like a little, is it meta for you as a theater major? It yeah. is. It really <laughs> is. Um, That's funny. Basically, you know, you've got, you've got um, quite a few SNL members who have probably done theater in high school, putting on a high school theater show, which is um, very like... Angsty. It's very angsty, right? So... <laughs> Uh, there'll be there's one um oh my gosh where they're walking around with their heads in their cell phones (laughs) and they keep bumping into one another and no one looks at each other and then i I could be totally botching this but someone falls to the ground and they all turn out and they go you didn't even notice that was mother earth (laughs) (laughs) stuff like that or they all kiss each other and they're like wow are you offended that we all kiss each other regardless of gender (laughs) (laughs) um i love that because what because they're not taking themselves seriously they're totally making fun of themselves Mm -hmm. um and that really i did high school theater a lot and i was um you're one of uh, them i was one of them (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh i thought i was the i thought the all blacks the the performance the the social um commentary (laughs) of course we all of those people on SNL did that, right. at least most. When you're in high school, you just feel like you're changing the world with, like, you have an opinion suddenly, mm. and you're mm. like, oh, my God, no one's had this opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I love that. I also love the song. Um, I don't know that it's called Twin Bed, but it's a song about having sex when you're home for the holidays, and you have to do it mm. in your twin bed. Oh, yeah. out the musical performance. Do it in my twin bed, twin bed. (laughs) Do it in my twin bed, Mm. twin bed. Mm. Not gonna like it. Like it. Oh yeah. Uh, 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 Jimmy Fallon's in it. Yeah. He says, "I'm like Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, shirt no pants, (laughs) just in case their parents come in and didn't have a shirt." Oh. Yeah, it's a great song. Um, Really, just bangs hard. (laughs) Can you say the entire YouTube link now, so viewers at home? Y X C. (laughs) H T T P. (laughs) H T. T T Y L, L O L. I am I'm gonna take the mic from you. I haven't watched very much SNL. <gasps> I don't know if that's like a crime. As it a, is as a comedian. Yeah. That's rude. I think. What if John is listening? John, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, uh, no, I've seen a little bit. I think mm. I saw one recently um, with Kate Kate McKinnon. Love Queen. Her. Queen. There's a spot for her too. Right next to Megan The Stallion. Yeah, chair. well, Kate McKinnon oh. it reminds me of, of Rachel, I, I think, oh, personally. Don't let you go. Imagine. She's incredible. Um, I'm like the Walmart brand. Very, even <laughs> less. I'm I like would, you know, though, I feel like that makes it funnier show. in some ways. Antique Roadshow version? Interesting. Of Kate McKinnon. What is Kate McKinnon, then? Uh, the one and only. I don't know the link <laughs> off the top of my head, she, but the you should link. look up this sketch that I'm about to say. The link for this sketch is <laughs> she, she's with Ryan Gosling and the third woman whose name I don't remember. Yeah. They were abducted by aliens. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Cecily Strong, probably, Cecily right? Strong. Also incredible. Yeah. Spot for her, too. We got a lot of spots <laughs> open. Anyone from <laughs> SNL? Welcome to audition for Lotsy. Yeah. Open invitation. No, that's a good sketch, though. I should maybe watch more SNL, but at the same time, I think, like, they're like I said, their brand of comedy and like their long history of sketches and the people that they bring in mm-hmm. is like a totally unique flavor. Mm-hmm. And it's not for everyone necessarily. I think it's funny, but it's not like my all-time favorite thing. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely appreciate it for like the history that it has in the comedy community, I think. Ooh. 
And we're going to take a moment of silence <laughs> for the magnitude of that poetic sentence. <laughs> All right. Great. We're yeah. done. Um, <laughs> where do you guys kind of find your inspiration? Or if it's not SNL, where do you find your material? We. I've been started by Francie. Oh, Rachel. You <laughs> flatter me. Every time I get on stage. I just close my eyes for a moment and think about you. I think we definitely whose line is it anyway? Because yeah. that's right. That if nothing else, that's where we learn a lot of our games because those are the mm. ones that that's that draw an style audience for sure. Yeah, if you've ever seen it or if you haven't seen it, you can watch any clips of it online. HTTP. Um, cool. So they're a huge <laughs> inspiration because they're kind of the OGs and they've been around forever. Um, right. Those guys are crazy, Ryan. Ryan and Colin. Colin. And then... The others. <laughs> yeah, but it's those guys. Um, <laughs> so uh, then, obviously, I... And again, going to sound cheesy, but I think we also draw it from each other a lot because... Mm. Um, yeah, Rachel, I mean it when that I say that. A, I was, that was a <laughs> contentious... Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you... You you get to watch these people grow over, over four years, a little bit mm. less... Or a little bit more if you're a grad student, um, you get you get to watch them grow as a Over performer and, and grow in confidence, and it is really cool to see. Mm. Um, and you get to watch them be hilarious, and then be like, "Oh man, I want to be like that," you know? Um, yeah, you yeah, you definitely learn a lot from each other. Mm -hmm. We have one guy, Ian, on our team. Uh, he plays the accordion. Yeah, that's what and I'm trying to learn. One day. Straight out of whose line is it anyway? He learned how to play hoedown, which is a, a song <laughs> sing prob oh, that they do. I'm so sorry. Sing they play prob? sing prob. That's, that's oh, singing another. improv. Yeah. It's gotcha. very difficult. That's definitely our biggest we roadblock. But we work on it. You know. <laughs> I used to do that in high school. Actually. Yeah. Huh. So I don't know. Kind of a pro. <laughs> mm. But he uh, learned this hoedown song on the accordion and. <laughs> So now we have a live accordionist <laughs> who also happens to be very good at this game. He's also very uh, good at it's it's a rhyming game, mm -hmm. uh, if nothing else. And so now we have this embedded in there, and it just makes it so much funnier because you know where the hell else are you going to find someone playing an accordion for mm -hmm. you on a yeah. team? Yeah, people bring such unique strengths. That mm -hmm. sounds like a cheesy way to segue back, but really, we um, have um. Parker on our team, and he created our Twitch channel because he's kind uh, of a big name on Twitch already. Go follow twitch.tv slash Parkobo. Parkobo. Yes. Parkobo. Yeah. He's great. Parkobo? Yes. Mm. That's okay. the one. -A he's a. He, okay. he plays games. He's got a really great setup, like crisp audio, mm. um, <laughs> beautiful camera work. And so he set up our Twitch stream with us um, so on that Thursday. we can. Yeah. Every Thursday. Every Thursday. Yep. We're going to be on Twitch, is what we're saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Rachel and I are very old. We don't quite understand, but Parker tells us that the kids are into it. Um, like, I Twitch in my sleep. He set up our account and our, our Discord, <laughs> if you will. Our Twitch and our Discord. Two words that we're I learned. Yeah. Um, into the and we're kingdom. going to be playing a variety of games. Um, some Somewhat improv, somewhat not. Um, one day we might be doing something as simple as among us as mm -hmm. you know cool. characters or something but then what are we doing this time around do you think again i don't know we're gonna breach club penguin yeah we making improv oh to the moon and back we were introduced uh i don't know who reached out to rachel but this guy reached out and was like 
I'm creating a bot for improv. And we tried it out last week. It's crazy. Not a robot, like a Discord bot. What's the difference? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, (laughs) you you say, like, start game. And then the bot is like, great, let's get started. And it gives you a suggestion. And and you do improv over the mics kind of like this. Do it. Yeah. And um, is it live? Is it online? Actually, no. uh, I, n- I don't think I told you this, but he's, like, taking it away. Oh. Oh. He's going to make it into an app. Like a, Never like mind, a guys. T- streaming competitor to Twitch for, like, better live stream media performances for theater Holy and cow. stuff. Oh, man. G-U-M-M. But, yeah, we helped him beta test it a little bit. Dang. Helped him develop that. Yeah, so we've got all kinds of what weird stuff. the original question? Where have we gone? <laughs> I mean, I, pre- I like um, just, I like meandering, but... yeah. I don't know. We were talking about live streams. So are you guys like performing for people on Thursday? Or is that like a practice kind of thing? Uh, to specify, Thursday is us just like messing around as friends and okay. playing video games. And okay. we're going to stream it for like my grandma who says she's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's not even improv games. It's just video just games. Just video games? Yeah. What's on the docket? Uh, it's improv, baby. You can <laughs> figure it out. I thought you did tell me. Jackbox. That's oh, what it was. Nice. It's going to be like a That's peek cool. into Lotsie's living room where right. we just wow. mess around. Um, yeah. Where mm-hmm. our rehearsals are late at night. And so this is also late at night. And late at night, we think we're funny. Mm. Um, yeah. That is why we don't have performances late at night because right. no one else would think it's funny <laughs> about <laughs> us. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've we've kind of had to, to stagnate on performances because of everything, but we're hoping that it'll start to open up more and more. Mm. Um, generally, we perform at the crib in the Union, mm-hmm. and oh. we've also performed in the theater buildings before. The Black Box Theater. Um, and that's nice, especially at the crib, because people can kind of just walk in yeah, um, and yeah. stick around, laugh at us. <laughs> laugh with us. Usually laugh at us. Um, <laughs> 75%. <laughs> uh, and we play our, our silly little improv games. Silly little clowns. Yeah. That's funny. What's that yeah. like? Just doing that out in an open space like that. You guys are so brave. Yeah. (laughs) It's fun. I don't know. I I guess I'm just desensitized. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean. It's just like for, if you've never done improv, what it feels like is just like bantering with your friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like feeding off their energy at its most basic concept. And there's like a crowd there that can laugh at you if they (laughs) like it too. Yeah. So it's it's kind of addicting. It's, It's fun. I mean, it that's what it should be it's just like it's a fun thing to do with your friends and then people are watching it's like when you're hanging out with your friends and you're like oh my god we're so funny we should have a sitcom (laughs) (laughs) that's what improv is (laughs) yeah i'm kind of having an idea (laughs) maybe we should be on a podcast um we'll we'll listen back to your voice (laughs) and see how we feel we did have a podcast we have one episode of a That's, Lossy podcast. Yeah, I saw oh. that on the internet. What's it called, <laughs> Rachel? Potty break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have one episode, so it's a special treat if you want to listen to our one episode. What's it about? It's pretty much exactly what I said before. It, we, um, it was like during COVID, so we sat mm. outside on my front porch, oh. socially distanced, and just banter in coherently for an hour <laughs> that is so funny it's truly not coherent yeah but if you want to just awesome. hear people barely make any sense oh yeah, laugh, <laughs> yeah. hopefully we get back into that and make some more episodes mm-hmm. we That'd have a cool. second episode that we've never posted 
It's like the lost tape or something. Yeah. Really <laughs> I haven't tape. heard it. People have been banging on my door to hear that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like really your grandma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she followed me. She followed me on Twitch. I got an email. Are you serious? I had to teach That's her how so to cute. use her phone a one month ago and somehow she figured out how to make a Twitch account and follow me. Holy cow. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I don't know how to use it. I, yeah, I, I hope I your grandma hears this. <laughs> yeah. Is she listening? Grandma, if you're listening, you're welcome. You to can audition as well. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely audition. <laughs> I, kind of grad I wish that we weren't an RSO in some capacity because I, I think like improvising with different age groups and like mm-hmm. community yeah. members would be yeah. so fun. Um, we're kind of limited, I guess, just being college students, but we have like collaborated with community groups. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we had some very funny ladies from Second City who, oh my when, gosh. They, when they come to the. Um, <laughs> What's it called? The Rock? The Lead Center. The Lead Center. They did like a little workshop with us a couple really? times. Really? Yeah, to teach us some new skills. That's where stuff. the SNL people come from. Yeah, that's really that cool. That is cool. That's when they we ask them if they know John Mulaney and if he can come. <laughs> so far, nothing. <laughs> but yeah. He's busy. He'll call. Please. <laughs> Keep telling yourself John, that. Please. <laughs> Mr. <John>. Mulaney? <laughs> <laughs> um, what kind of opportunity is there? like improv and this kind of stuff outside of UNL? Mm, well, good question. Um, as a theater person, I, that's that's kind of what I'm planning on doing. Not not yeah. as a, an entire career or anything, but um, going to somewhere like LA or New York or Chicago, there's, you know, a, my a billion. <laughs> yeah, that's my goal, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moving in with Denise. Denise! Uh, you go out there, and of all the things to audition for, an improv troupe is almost um, the, the the least pressure, I would think, mm. because yeah. you don't have to prepare anything. You yeah, show up, sense. and they decide if you're funny, and then you <laughs> deal with that. If they <laughs> if you're funny. And then you go <laughs> to Terrible. the next the next trip <laughs> down the street. Um, so for me, at least, I think it's it's something that I want to do lifelong. If nothing else, to, to have somewhere to go. Right yeah. Two nights a week. You're so funny. You're going to make it on a professional troupe. Rachel. Francie. Wow. No, I'm I'm serious. That's so sweet. Funny gal. <laughs> You're like a target Kate McKinnon. Uh, let's audition together. We can like lock arms and we'll say like, I'll say every other word. Mm. That's another game we play. It's called uh, Three-Headed yeah. Monster Expert. Three-Headed Expert. We answer questions, but we each only get one word. When we oh. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, if I'm looking to do this like with my friends or something, what's yeah. like the best first game to play freeze freeze is the the og if you did mm-hmm. if you do it in so elementary middle high school that's going to be the first game you play really right. you stand in a line two people step forward they start doing a scene and then someone from the line yells freeze the two people <laughs> freeze in their exact physical position the new person taps one of them out assumes the same position and then does like a brand new scene oh that's cool so yeah. It's, kind yeah. Of, it's like taking the bantering with your friends plus improv basic step. yeah giving it structure and um right i think even simpler you you have those pun games right so sex, play sex, sex with, with me <laughs> um, 185 even funnier uh 185 is like a really traditional pun game <laughs> What what was our chairs? 185 chairs walk into a bar, and the bartender says, "You chairs gotta get out of here." And the chairs say, "I didn't want to be stood up." 
Oh. Wow. And then, <laughs> kind of peak with these pun games. Yeah, <laughs> pun games, uh, another game that they play on uh, Who's Line a lot that I personally love is called Scenes from a Hat, and you can find nice. suggestions online for this. Mm-hmm. It'll be like things not to say on a first date. Uh, things you mm. can say about your car, but not about your girlfriend. <laughs> um, th- there's a famous one. No, oh yeah. All right, I'm gonna steal a joke from Who's Line. Uh, things you can say about your dog. Things you can say to your dog, but not your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so the and the line yeah. is, come. <laughs> yes yeah yeah yeah. games like Simple, that you can elegant. do in your basement with your friends yeah uh, you don't even know. have to stand up and that's just great because right. then you're like oh my god we're so funny yeah and <laughs> then you can be like okay stand up and show me what you got when you have to yeah. use your hands too it's just bantering with a little more structure i mm-hmm. guess it's yeah like at its most level if you want to improv with your friends yeah. yeah, and celebrity impressions too. We have a mm. lot of people yeah. that are very good at impressions, and that lends itself. Walter you know, Fitzsimmons. you say, "Yeah, we got Walter Fitzsimmons." Let's shout out everyone. <laughs> Walter Fitzsimmons is very good at impressions. He likes to do stand-up comedy as well, and John Mulaney. Well, not do John. <laughs> <laughs> he wishes. Uh, um, he wishes. Yeah, but if you say, <laughs> if you say, um, you know, what would happen if we put Barack Obama? in a gumball factory mm-hmm. and that's a scene and if you've yeah. got someone that's good at pretending to be barack obama it's gonna be hilarious yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it has to be yeah mm-hmm. do you guys cool. do any special impressions oh, no. <laughs> no. we I have don't. to we have to work on accents usually they're not very good but we uh, do right we do accents for things i can't do i'm really bad at impressions i can do gobber the belt from how to train your dragon do it <laughs> that's so specific it's like Hey, Barbie, I'm afraid you brought me the wrong offspring. <laughs> that was so good. That was beautiful. Why have I never heard wow. that? Why? It's just gobber. Yeah. It's like peak really impression. Good. I'm going to walk into my SNL audition and be like, fan <laughs> favorite, gobber the belt. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, I'm, yeah, I've never been good at impressions, though. I'm impressed with people that are. Yeah, I can do vague, vague impressions. Like, if you were to tell me, I did Perez Hilton at, at, a, at a rehearsal recently. Hi, my name's Perez Hilton, but I could do that for anything. I could do that for. Oh, so yeah, I am Melania good. Trump. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. any of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, any yeah. of them. <laughs> so subtle differences. Yeah, um, but we've got just a variety. We have to do uh, for some of our games. We have to do accents, and and it won't be good. We'll be like, all right, that's part of the joke. Let's say, yeah, we'll be like. <laughs> We'll ask the audience for a suggestion of a European accent, and they'll say French. And then the rest of the scene will be like, oui, oui. <laughs> and when I walked with my Ooh. baguettes to the Hugh Jackman in Le Mis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's the rest of the scene. Um, so it's not even about being good at impressions. It's definitely more about... Doing what feels right. Yeah, and usually it's wrong. <laughs> Doing what feels right yeah. and then inevitably being wrong. Oh, yeah. So that made sense. Sure, yeah, definitely got there in the end. <laughs> <laughs> this is a completely unrelated point, but I wanted to throw it out there. So unrelated, 180 degree turn. But something I love about Lassie, I think, is the amount of like femme female talent on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because in comedy spaces in general, they can be like male dominated a lot of the time, which mm-hmm. is something that people are trying to solve. But like last year, our entire executive board was femme people, non cis men. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's something that Sweet. we've always had a lot of 
women are good funny women as hell, talent, man. <laughs> and we have since Lotsie's founding. Yeah. So I think that's cool. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. But the Second City people that visited us, it's, it was called She the People, right? Yeah. And they had only female members of their troupe. Hmm. Yeah, touring all female team. Yeah, and they were, they put on pre-written scripts, but it was about like the current political climate and what it's like yeah. to be a woman, and they it was hilarious. Yeah, they did, yeah, like they the did, they did bits of it. Improv sketch mix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, That's random cool. point. Yeah. Um, did you have any other questions? Do you guys want to do the game? You, uh, <laughs> you know we do, Rachel. Oh, yeah. We can do as many rounds of it as you want. We I'm so else? nervous. What? Did you have no, anything else you no. wanted to ask? No. Well? Yeah. yeah. And if you uh, want to learn more, we're on Instagram, Twitter, yeah, Facebook. Yeah, plug whatever you want. Uh, we have an email, lotsyimprov at gmail.com. <laughs> email us, guys. Reach if out. If you have questions, people email us. Megan, John, Kate. Cecily. I emailed you. Yep, John, please email us. <laughs> please email us. <laughs> if you come on Lassie, you, you will meet John Mulaney, and that's a fact. Rachel. Rachel. Wow. So you guys should. It have might just be Walter Fitzsimmons in a in a, <laughs> in a suit, <laughs> but we'll Walter try our best. Two Walters stacked on top of each other. <laughs> It'll be long. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I really right, want to see his Walter. impression now. <laughs> his impression of John Mulaney. Yeah. Oh, I wish Walter was on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's got a very news reportery voice. Hmm. He oh. has radio. Oh, he wow. does. Yeah, he, he good was for like, Walter. He had a radio segment for the station near his hometown. Aw, what a cutie! I remember what it's called? <laughs> cutie. <laughs> we, we we tease Walter a lot. All right, but yeah, would you like to explain the game, Rachel? So yeah, <laughs> do it in your host voice. Like I said, no, that's. I mean, yes, and but. Like I said, what's my host voice? Hey, welcome to Lotsy. Today right. we're gonna be performing. <laughs> Wait, let me do a brief interlude, just to get everybody's energy levels right. Um, no, but our short form games usually have some framework. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about it last night. We came up with a new framework. Let's yeah. see it. We're gonna we beta test it two this. whole times. Two times. <laughs> it's called Make a Podcast. Whoa! Oh, yeah. like what we're doing right now. You are about to hear a segment from a podcast that's never existed before and will never exist again. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, based on your, you guys are the only two people here, so your suggestions are going to make or break this thing. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, the pressure's on. So, can we get a suggestion from either of you for the name of a podcast that does not exist? Mm. Such as? Such as Serial or... That's a podcast. The Adventure Zone. Um, last night we used uh, Susie and Her Horse, the podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or Potty Break. Any title of a podcast, Daily you just make Nebraskan. it up. The Daily Nebraskan um, podcast, for example. Yes. <laughs> uh, platypotamus and other fine combinations. I love that. Platypotamus and other fine combinations. Yeah. All right, here we go. All right. <coughs> Scene. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Potamus, Potapotamus, and other creations. We're coming to you live from the basement of the Natural History Museum in the Bronx, New York City. <laughs> hey, it's me, the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to introduce our special guest for this episode. Uh, this is our penultimate episode. So we got the Bronx himself. Hey, forget about it. <laughs> um, for you uh, herpetologists at home who are maybe 
uh, tuning in for the platypus content and are a little confused on this development, um, just roll with it. We're trying something new on platypology and other combinations, <laughs> mm-hmm. such as combining a neighborhood in New York City with our current podcast. Yeah. They call me the Bronx because my mother was a Bronco and my mom was an ox. <laughs> wow. I'm turning into Owen Wilson. <laughs> I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hey, I, I'm, I'm really excited to be here because what we don't talk about enough in New York City right. is the melting pot of life. Wow. <laughs> You're right. And as our viewers know, Platypuses are kind of the ultimate melting pot of a creature. Mm. I mean, they've got the the stamina of a horse, the <laughs> eggs of a chicken, and the, the heart of a of a godlike creature. Yeah, that's really interesting that you bring that up. Uh, see, when I was when I was born and raised in the Bronx, people used to tell me you can't go to Queens because if you go to Queens. You're no longer You're a no Bronx, longer the Bronx. Man. That's what my mom used to tell me. My mom actually grew up in uh, Staten Island. Wow. wow. Staten Island, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I don't know much about New York City. <laughs> I keep changing. <laughs> I don't know much about New York hey, City, but That's I what that. this podcast is all about. Hey, eh? um, Bronx, if I could cut you off real quick, uh, we're going to start our second segment now which is kind of a classic mm-hmm. on herpetology and other combinations. Uh, viewer submissions. We have an active cell phone line mm. like 911, but it's 811. <laughs> People make that mistake often. <laughs> We've had murderers call in, uh. fresh murderers. We have to route them another way. But viewers can actually call in and uh, ask us questions, and we can answer common questions about herpetology and other such things so if you're if you're more than happy to get started i'm ready uh we're gonna take our first caller (laughs) um caller hello welcome to herpetology and other combinations hi my name is marvin and i was did you speak up sorry our mic systems are kind of my name is marvin and what's your question merv uh i i i don't really fit in at school and I was wondering. How old are you, Merv? <laughs> we have an 18 24. plus. 24. Oh, good. 18 plus. Ever since I got to grad school, no one's really liked me. So I was wondering if you could teach me how to have the heart of a platypus, yeah. as you described it, godly. Wow. <laughs> how, how did you, Merv, how'd you hear that? We don't even air this live. You must have just felt it. Uh, well, uh, yeah, Merv. and I've been sitting in the back of the closet of your podcast Merv, room. Can I come I out? in there. Merv. Bronx, go let him out. Merv, how'd you get hey, in Hey, welcome you've to the in, podcast. You've been in the, the basement of the Natural History Museum? And How long you been here, Merv? Um, since I can remember, I just had a question. Do you have a platypus that I could take with me? home um well yes but i was hoping i could ride at home and platypi are too small so could you get me a platypotamus that's a wrap on our viewer submission segment it's pure chaos over here get out of here i don't know what (laughs) 
gonna lose ah! our funding. Oh, they're fighting. Uh, we'll see you next week, folks, on uh, Palad Apology and other combinations. Thanks so much for tuning in. Yeah. And if uh, if your college age son has been missing, you might want to give us a call eight one one. We're on twenty four seven. Yeah, you might want to call nine one one on that one. As you can see, what do you mean you don't do celebrity impressions? That was great. <laughs> faded it that was the third time we've ever done that. Yeah. Wow. So we're truly, that was amazing. Oh. Um. Yeah. I feel like that's a really good game too. I don't yeah. having known nothing about improv games oh, well, that seems like it worked really that's well great. Here, you can clever. see a couple of the improv tenants in there we said yes and we mm. had characters we had a, a goal. very sad backstory for yeah. one of them <laughs> a backstory <laughs> yeah a beginning middle and end that was a maybe a four out of ten example <laughs> of a spectacular oh, oh no francie nine out of ten my Owen Wilson kind of brought the score down, I think. <laughs> I would doubt that Owen Wilson could bring anything down. Owen, if you're listening, you can you audition as well. Right next to Megan, John, and who is the third person whose seat is open? Uh, Cicely uh, Strong. And Kate McKinnon. Mm. Right. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible improv that we just did there. That really was pretty impressive. I'm, Thank I'm you. impressed at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> I hope I wasn't just laughing in the microphone that whole time. No, <laughs> I hope okay. you were. That's something new. Usually we have an audience to like, you kind of, I think in improv, you kind of like feed off the energy of yeah. the audience and what they're feeling. So make a podcast is, yeah, in a bit of a void. <laughs> but it's a unique experience. I enjoyed it. I don't know about you, Merv. Oh, always. You should get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get back to the Bronx. <laughs> that was a strong character choice. Yeah. Being a neighborhood. I'll tell you, I didn't know it was going to come out. <laughs> it had me on my feet there. Yeah, what did you say? A mix between a Bronco and an ox? That yeah, was pretty Bronx. incredible. Yeah, yeah, thank you. That was strong. Yeah, well. Making bold choices. <laughs> That's what the Bronx is all about. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, round two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can pick now. Oh, we're going to do. We can do round two. Oh. Oh. Let's do uh, you're it. joking. If I you know I that was a neutral statement. If you <laughs> oh, want okay. us to go again, oh. I'm more than happy to. to oh no, give us a give, give us a suggestion. Another one. Gonna, we'll do better and then you can hey, whichever one's better. Don't say that. We gotta find out whether it's gonna be better or not. Right. Yep. You decide mm. in a neutral sense, and then you can include that one. Okay. Whatever take is better. Okay. Um <laughs> Let's do. I think we're gonna overtake you. We're getting too good at making podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna go like this. You just might. <laughs> um, philosophy with the Kardashians. Ooh. Philosophy with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. That's tough. All right. Hey everybody and welcome to Philosophy with the Kardashians. This is Kim speaking. Hi, it's Ira Glass from NPR. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, really nice to meet you. What was your name, Ira Glass? Um, My name's Ira Glass from Uh, NPR Radio. One more time, sweetie. It's okay if you can't spell it. NPR. 
N P U Niper. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. Okay. I, I appreciate that insight, Courtney. Um so It's it's Kim. Sorry, Kim. You have such a ambiguous face. It's kind of morphing <laughs> into a couple different Kardashians. That's really an interesting compliment for you to give me. Thanks. I'm so like thrilled to um, be discussing philosophy with you. Yeah. Um, our first episode went awesome with test audiences. Yeah. Um, especially on um, public radio airwaves. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to jump back into it. And yeah crack up um some of the secrets of the universe sure well i heard that today we're talking about um is it pronounced existentialism yeah that was so close kim <laughs> thanks Nim- i sniper era glass Ear- <laughs> i was NPR. close enough honey i'm just um, gonna call you bitch <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're going to get our funding cut, Kim. Come okay, on. Okay, I'm going to call you. Um, how about I just, I'm just going to call you Juniper. I'm going to call you Juniper. That's my favorite tree. That's so cool, Kim. I feel like your perspective is something we could really use more of at yeah. NPR. Yeah. Just thinking outside of the box, calling people by a completely unrelated name. Um, changing I just believe your face that from if, sister to sister. If your name doesn't start with a K, what's the point? Like Juniper, yeah. <laughs> exactly, Juniper. Um, I just want to circle back really quick mm-hmm. um, and kind of bouncing off of you when you mentioned existentialism. Um, that's something that we really value at NPR. We lay awake at night, um, especially in our news sector, and really consider the deeper questions yeah. of life. Why are we here? Oh my God. What are we doing? What am I contributing? Um, that's a great question, Juniper. And I can tell you what I'm contributing. And that is um, myself. Uh, basically, wow. that's some self-confidence. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was born to be myself. You were born to be Juniper. And when we are born, we become ourselves. And if we're able to market ourselves, I'm gonna write we this can down. sell dresses, <laughs> we can dresses. sell products, we can become lawyers, and we can get divorced. That is an extremely vivid and emotional point. Uh, I actually just wrote it down in my um, productivity journal you to look at tomorrow. Get divorced. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just everybody has their own experience of the life course mm-hmm. um, and the ways that our energies interact with that of the universes. <gasps> and selling products is truly how yours does. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to live on after you, right? Like, no matter after where me? I go, people are going to see pictures of me. Of Kim. Of Kim. Not I, Juniper. I wish they would see pictures of Well, then you maybe you shouldn't have glass. chosen radio. Well... <laughs> it's how my energy juniper I'm ki- juniper. Um, kim, juniper kim come on we can't do this right now <sighs> kim you know what i'll edit this part out but the way you spoke to my <laughs> <laughs> the way you spoke to my husband this morning i'm gonna get emotional that was out of line and i just juniper we need to hammer this out because he talked to me first juniper the energy i'm of a the single woman now is faltering 
and I have children Kim. who need a new father. But you can't and lash frankly, out like that. Frankly, Juniper, you don't stand out like I do. Okay. So yeah, you can you back stood off out when you took and off you both can of your shoes and threw them at my husband. Before. He liked it. This is so out of line. First, our funding gets cut. Then you insult me as a person. We're not going to get an episode three here. You know what? I would like this to be on the record. I don't want this to be taken off. I actually would like to speak to your husband right now. Would you please bring him in? Right. He's been standing behind me this whole time. <laughs> hey, with Michael. A, with a bag of frozen peas Michael. on his swollen eye. <laughs> Michael, come here. Michael, come here. Kim. Hey, Michael. Kim, ugh, you really upset my husband this morning. This is turning out to be a long episode. We should cut to the chase. Yeah. Kim, mm-hmm. I love you. <gasps> Michael. <laughs> Kim, don't listen to Ira. She's uh-huh. irrelevant. I love you. Ira? <laughs> Who's Ira? Juniper? Right. I love you, Kim. We could take this podcast new to new heights. Yeah. You and me. Next time, let's talk about Darwinism and... Um, Darwin. Dar- Dar- the guy with the monkeys. Let's... Uh, Kim, you're so hot. Let's <laughs> cut it here. You. I can't take another <laughs> right. minute of this. I'm going to play the out track. Keeping up with philosophy. <laughs> wow. wow. Life changing. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Unreal. I don't think I could even choose between those. <laughs> those oh, God. Really switching characters on you. Yeah. Wow. The forbidden wow. love. Yeah. If we don't add a third person, that's not better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah brief taste of what you could watch an hour of yeah. at our shows <laughs> just add some puns in there some, some celebrity impressions perhaps an accordion mm. and you've got magic magic baby mm-hmm. when is the next chance people can see you um we're gonna be putting more stuff out virtually for sure uh, mm-hmm. We're probably going to do a couple virtual shows maybe before the end of the year. Nice. We have our Twitch streams. Might bring the podcast back. Yeah, Just check out our social media. Instagram, yep. Twitter, Facebook. I think we have a YouTube channel with one video mm-hmm. and our email. <laughs> and when the crib is open again, we'll be there. Right. Um, Next year, yeah. We're we we usually perform once a month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or so, uh, in addition to some of our like community uh, events, so we'll be yeah. around, and you'll you'll probably see posters of us. Um, of just me and Francie. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be just one picture melded together, and it will look like both of us. Um, <laughs> yeah. So just will it be French or not? It'll uh, be ambiguous for sure. Yeah. yeah, we'll speak some language. You're not gonna know what it is. <laughs> it <laughs> might be French. The poster will, yeah. No, only in French. <laughs> um, Check out our social media. We'll yeah. post about any new shows. Yeah, for sure. For auditions, sure. workshops, anything on there. We're hoping to be able to do our normal thing next year or yeah. next semester. So we'll see how that goes. If you like to make a fool of yourself, join us. Join us. You could, this could be you. This could be your voice. Auditions. You don't even have to get on. You can just have a fun time, hang out, meet some new people, and call it a day. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Incredible. Right. Awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, this yeah. was, this was great. <laughs> Thanks so much for having us. Of course. I kind of wish I had another year so I could audition. (laughs) We wish to. I was going to say, I could see you doing improv, Mark. (laughs) You should. should. Troops all over, wherever you end up. I'm sure there are. And a lot of them. Have you watched The Office? What? Have you ever seen The Office? What's that? Oh, improv. <laughs> improv. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> strong character Michael Sparko's an improv troupe. Oh, yeah. It's like that's once right. a week. Yeah. You know? And that's that's what a Honestly. lot of them are, especially once you're an adult and you don't have college. That's what I was kind of wondering. They're in like every city, everywhere. Yeah. Some are good, some are not if good. If there's like a comedy club of any kind, but I'm But you're sure either going to be in a good team or you're going to be the best one on a bad team. And that's fine. <laughs> that's great. Room to explore and yeah. grow. Yeah. So yeah. I would definitely give it a go. Cool. It yeah. sounds like a ton of fun, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, cool. That's cool. a wrap. <laughs>